ओम अज्ञान ज्ञान जन शलाकय So in chapter seven, we understood that how Krishna explained in the previous verses. Uh, he said that how there are four types of people who do not surrender unto me, right? And he also mentioned about the four types of people who actually are my devotees. So basically, those who are full of faith. You know, Krishna is saying that. those who are gnanis those who are inquisitive right and those who are artho arthati jignasur gnani so all these four categories of people are actually my devotees we have discussed in detail about what are these different categories of devotees and why they approach the supreme lord and why they are called devotees but krishna also stressed upon one very important point in the 18th verse he said that how that out of all these four devotees although they are my devotees the gnani is very very dear to me right he says that in the 18th verse we said udarah sarv evaite gnanitvatmaiva mematam ट ज्ञानी is actually to surrender unto him and engage in transcendental service to unto krishna that is the highest perfection krishna is very clearly stating here so that is why a gnani means not simply who is acquiring knowledge and wanting to get into that impersonal uh, realization but here gnani krishna is saying that one who is engaged in devotional service prabhu says a gnani a true gnani is one who is actually engaged in devotional service he is a true gnani right so this was the background now when gnani is such important person when gnani is one who is engaged in the devotional service now krishna is saying that out of this four gnani is very important but do we find this gnanis everywhere so that let us understand what krishna has to talk about the availability of gnanis in the world let us see so 
Kumar, Kumar, you can unmute yourself and let's chant the 19th verse. Okay, Prabhuji. Bahunam Janmanam Ante Bahunam Janmanam Ante Gyanavan Mam Prabhadyate Gyanavan Mam Prabhadyate Vasudeva Sarvam Iti Vasudeva Sarvam Iti Samahatma Sudurlabaha Samahatma Sudurlabaha once again, Bahunam Janmanamante Bahunam Janmanamante Gyanavan Mam Prabhadyate Gyanavan Mam Prabhadyate Vasudeva Sarvam Iti Vasudeva Sarvam Iti Samahatma Sudurlabaha Samahatma Sudurlabaha Wonderful. So please read the translation. After many births and deaths, he who is actually is knowledge sarangas unto me, knowing me to be the cause of all causes and all that is. Such a great soul is very rare. Hare Krishna Prabhu. Wonderful. Thank you so much. So, Sir Krishna is saying that Jnani is very dear to me, but such a Jnani, Sir Mahatma Sudurlabha, Durlabha. ज्ञानी कोई आसानी से मिलने वाला इंसान नहीं है अगर एक ज्ञानी को पहचानना है और जानना है तो इट इज वेरी डिफिकल्ट कृष्णा सिंह टू फाइंड सच अ ज्ञानी इज दुर्लभ व्हाई कृष्णा इज सेइंग दैट इज दुर्लभ नाउ देयर आर सो मेनी ज्ञानीज इन द वर्ल्ड वी आर सीइंग सो मेनी पीपल इन द वर्ल्ड there are gnanis there are people who are discussing bhagavad gita they are talking about spiritual life and they are talking about uh, so many big stuff right so there are so many gnanis we are discussing bhagavad gita so in that sense as a speaker and as a listener we are all gnanis because we are ultimately talking about krishna isn't it so we are all gnanis but when krishna is saying durlabha why is he saying durlabha when there are so many gnanis across the world right he is saying he is very very rare such a person is extremely rare how can such a person be rare when so many people are discussing about krishna discussing about bhagavad gita you know still he is saying that he is such a person is very rare so that means there is something more to it who is a gnani then so gnani means he is always thinking about krishna he is absorbed in thinking about krishna it's not simply someone who is talking or listening it is not enough one who is completely surrendered to krishna so we know a little bit of krishna but we are not fully surrendered to krishna so that is why krishna is saying that such a person is always engaged in my devotional service so we have not attained krishna still so that is why we are not gnanis there are not many gnanis we find because not everybody is fully surrendered right now there is a lot of research that goes on there is a lot of research that goes on 
in spiritual life there are so many people who are constantly doing research trying to find out what is the truth and they want to go on analyzing about spiritual life who is god who is god so that is why krishna is saying bahunam janmana is saying that such people who want to understand krishna with their own efforts with their own knowledge with their own ability of uh, intelligence that they have such people will take bahunam janmana only after many many lifetimes a person can actually understand who is vasudevaha now there are two ways a person with full faith he can surrender right away in one second he has full faith and with that full faith he surrenders to krishna but people who do not have full faith then they do all this trial and error effort of understanding acquiring knowledge depending on their own intelligence and such people will take many 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 lifetimes many births to understand what is that understanding vasudevam sarvam iti vasudevaha that krishna is the ultimate supreme personality of god the goal is the same but they take many many births vasudevah another name of krishna is vasudevah why is he called vasudevah because he is all pervading one who exists everywhere he is called vasudevah so all these devatas they worship this vasudevah because he is all pervading so now Vasudeva doesn't mean that okay he is only the son of Vasudev that's why he is called Vasudeva no Vasudeva even before Krishna was born to Vasudev he was called as Vasudev the devatas used to call him Vasudev because he is all pervading that is a special thing about Krishna that is why he is called Vasudeva sarvam iti so people who only by the dint of their knowledge their uh, intelligence they want to understand krishna they will take many many births because their advancement is step by step but what krishna is telling here is you don't have to go through this in later part later section of the bhagavad gita krishna is saying just surrender to me and that is what prabhupada has given us the conclusion prabhupada has given us ultimate solution what is that vasudev sarvamiti why you want to go here there step by step process is extremely difficult when we are discussing about spiritual life to so many people people are so confused they have so many different ideas about spiritual life they just don't want to surrender to krishna they have that ego that why should i surrender to krishna that is why i want to go on my own knowledge basically there are so many people who are atheistic they have such a deep feeling that they do everything but they don't want to surrender to krishna they want to enjoy everything but they don't want to surrender to krishna so they are quite confused why because deep within they are atheists they don't want to ex- believe the supremacy of the lord so then what happens to such people bahunam janmanam ante they gradually progress life after life life after life so we don't have to do that 
when lord is understood that he is all pervading lord is the supreme then we don't have to take the step by step process sarvam many people love lord krishna is saying vanya gnanavan maam tapadyate such a gnanavan is very rare but after many many lifetimes one will become a gnani and then he will and he will maam tapadyate he will surrender to me then vasudeva sarvam sarvam means purna everything is complete sarvam krishna is saying one meaning one of the meaning of sarvam is complete it includes everything so men some people say oh vasudeva sarvam that means this vasudeva sarvam in is saying krishna is saying his sarvam it also means that he is also matter and when he is matter then actually matter is limited matter has no consciousness so that means when krishna is saying sarvam which includes also matter that means the limitations of the matter also are there in krishna just see there are people who interpret like this vasudeva sarvam sarvam means it includes matter matter means then krishna is saying sarvam that means the limitations of the matter are there in krishna also just see these are the kind of interpretations people come up so we should understand here that sarvam means one is complete purna which is all inclusive at the same time sarvam means that everything is in the adhina of krishna is under control of krishna it's not that because krishna is saying sarvam that he has the limitations of the matter but we should understand that all that matter and spirit is actually under the control of krishna that is the meaning vasud vasudeva sarvam iti that he is the controller of everything that's why in the previous verses also we have understood maya dikshana pratihi so aham sarvasya prabhava everything is coming from him emanating from him and he is the controller so this is the right understanding so that we understand this properly that krishna is the controller so now if krishna is the ultimate goal sarvam how do we surrender so that is why the spiritual master has given us a wonderful process every day you should chant 16 rounds follow the four regulatory principles read bhagavad gita be the association of devotees have wonderful prasadam so by doing all this what is happening we are reaching that ultimate goal what krishna is talking about what is that ultimate goal to become closer to him to become a true gnani that is our ultimate goal now when krishna is all alone that is the ultimate goal to realize vasudevaha then why there are different processes why this this process that process so many religions when the goal is one why there are different processes this question may be raised this question can come right so that is why krishna is going to explain this why there is so much of confusion when there is ultimate goal is only one the ultimate goal is to realize krishna but why there is so much of confusion in the world why there are so many different paths so that krishna is going to explain in the next words okay so let us understand what is that next verse so vinod ji please unmute yourself and let us chant the next words it's very interesting words कामस्तैस्तैर्तज्ञान 
and such people they actually worship the demigods the devatas kamaisaista vritagnana ha prapadyantanya devataha so let us understand this now so what krishna is saying here that there are many different kinds of people who are mixed with so many desires and they are all influenced by the different material modes sattva rajas tamas material modes of nature and generally such people are not after liberation they are not thinking about liberating from this material world because they have lot of desire they want to be here and enjoy this world kamastaitsaritagnana they have so many desires they are not interested in liberation now when anybody is helping them or facilitating their karma istaritagnana their enjoyment propensities then they want to worship them just see this is what is happening so they want to gain a lot of power they want to get a lot of enjoyment through the spiritual process just see they want spirituality and enjoy their sensual uh, activities and sense gratification this is how it is going on especially in india there are a lot of people they go to a spiritualist a saint a sadhu and they actually ask for some material benefits swami ji please give me this i am suffering from this disease give me some medicine i am trouble i have a lot of trouble in my head my stomach something they will go and swami ji please give me some just see they go to saintly people to get rid of some disease because they think that a swami ji is less expensive than a doctor 
so that is why they go to such people to great saints and they will ask for these kind of material this uh, material desires so why because karma is the written gnanaha their intelligence is only limited to sense enjoyment and because there are so many such people who wants to enjoy all the sense gratification in the name of spirituality then there are a lot of so called saints they are not to be called as saints they are actually swindlers so then what happens such swindlers in the wake of saints they will go from village to village town to town so there was this one saint so called swindler who goes and he will say okay my dear villagers if you give me 1 ounce of gold one tola of gold whatever 1 gram of gold i will make it 10 grams of gold and i will give it to you right so now this person will go to all the villagers he will collect every from every house he'll collect one gram or one tola of gold and then he'll say i'll perform a ceremony everybody is excited because oh our one gram of gold is now become becoming 10 grams such a wonderful thing it is and then when the ceremony is going on this swami ji automatically with the gold he will vanish in front of their eyes he will vanish gone see this is what will happen so there are some siddhis they'll have they'll collect gold from everywhere and they'll vanish then we feel cheated why we feel cheated why because we were carried away by that kama istha istha ritagnana we want to go to such people why because we want to satisfy why people go to temples church mosque why because somewhere deep within they feel that oh the lord can help me in my sense gratification this sadhu baba whoever it is they will help me in my sense gratification so such disease is there in people it's not a problem with those people the swamis or the swindlers the problem is we are encouraging such people with all this material uh, profits when we have this kind of uh, ideas of material profits then we will get cheated somewhere or anywhere somewhere we will get cheated so that is why we should be very alert we should not get carried away by such things that is why krishna is warning us we don't have to become the dolls of lust many people have become the dolls of lust our own karma and then we are simply being used as puppets by so many people we have lost our senses krishna is saying don't lose don't get carried away by such things so ritagnyanah rita rita means one who has lost his good sense ritagnyanah wonderful good sense is been lost why because kamaha so we are all looking for some results we always want to do something because we want to get some material benefits that's why there are so many gurus today there are so many spiritualists today big fan following hundreds and thousands of likes so many people of uh, following is there on social media and people are praising them and moment we see such people when we come across such people we feel oh big the following the bigger the guru he is such a great gnani and there are people who are very very good speakers 
and through their speaking abilities they will mesmerize the people and then people think that he is such a great gnani right everybody goes and falls to their and then he will have some powers and with that power he'll mesmerize people even more such thing is going on the bigger the following the bigger the guru and why such people are becoming so powerful if he is not a true gnani as per krishna's definition of a gnani why such people are becoming so famous if he is not a gnani right that is why we should understand that such people because of their sadhana whatever sadhana they have done they have acquired certain ability either to speak to convince people or gain some uh, siddhis all these things they have acquired because of their sadhana and krishna respects that krishna respects and he gives that power to them because they have performed a certain sadhana and as long as that sadhana whatever level of sadhana they have done krishna will empower and give them that name and fame but moment that is done they will fall back that is why krishna is saying if you also go to this limited people who have limited sadhana and limited name and fame and you fall prey to thinking that okay he is a great guru or the supreme lord himself then you will be disheartened you will fall in your spiritual life and many times when many people lose faith they, with lot of faith they go to such people and when they see that he is not up to the mark then they lose completely faith in spirituality itself faith in scriptures and that is why such people are more dangerous to the society because these people take away the innocent people away from spirituality this is happening i have seen personally with my own eyes that many people lose interest in spirituality because of such things it's a greatest disservice that these people do and how many are there today you just see on the social media so many people talking all nonsense they don't even refer to scriptures or the bhagavad gita they have become big big gurus and people are madly following them just because they talk all this touchy feely or sometimes very logical things people start following them and krishna is saying be aware of such people just because he knows some mantra tantra he does not qualify to become a gnani if he is calling himself to be a gnani it is still okay although it is not okay but there are so many people who claim themselves to be god what to talk about a gnani is they don't even call themselves as guru they call themselves as gods i am avatar of krishna this is what is going on and people follow can you imagine thousands of people follow oh he is avatar of the lord so this is a very beautiful uh, uh, pastime that comes in shrimad bhagavatam also so there was this uh, great devotee vasudev who is the father of krishna but before he actually begot uh, krishna vasudev was once uh, traveling through this uh, kashi region and the king then there was actually performing a swayamvara he was wanting to give away his uh, daughter in marriage and when vasudeva approached uh, the king there and uh, as a process of swayamvara it so happened that the king of kashi then actually handed over his daughter to vasudev 
and they got married but it was on one condition the marriage happened on one condition what was the condition this king of kashi did not have any children no sons he had no sons now who will rule the kingdom after his death that was his anxiety so in the olden days in the vedic times there was a system what was the system the system is putrika putra nyaya that means i will give my daughter to you and my daughter's son will become my son so although i am the grandfather but i will accept the son of my daughter as my son so that he can continue the lineage so on this condition of putrika putra nyaya vasudev married the daughter of this particular king and later on when they begot a son the son was made the son of the king and then vasudev said see i alone now cannot handle this because if i take away if i give the son and take away the mother it will be inappropriate so let your daughter and the son of mine be here you take care of them so that is how vasudeva had this son now this son's name was poundraka what was his name poundraka so this poundraka poundraka vasudeva he was called because his name was poundraka and he was uh, the son of vasudeva he is called poundraka vasudeva he became famous like that now this poundraka when he started growing up there was this uh thinking in the society at that time that vasudeva's son is will will be the avatar of vishnu this news had spread because anyway it was uh, the future right it was already going to come that vasudeva's son will be the avatar of vishnu so now this pandrika took advantage he started proclaiming him proclaiming him himself as i am the son of vasudeva and i am the avatar of vishnu can you imagine this kondraka started claiming himself to be god and he used to go and meet people and say that i am krishna i am vasudeva i am the avatar of lord vishnu and there used to be different gnanis every time in the gathering days to come and ask and oh boy one gave such gnani came and he asked pandraka vishnu has four hands you have only two hands so this pandraka he managed himself to get four hands he also had done some tapasya so he managed himself to get four hands and he started claiming see i also have four another gnani came and said now actually vishnu he travels on garuda vahana where is your garuda so this pandraka he managed himself to go to some jewelry shop at that time he got one gold garuda and then now he is sitting on the garuda asana but this garuda is not flying people were saying oh your garuda is not flying only then he went to the smashana and he started praying to the bhutas there so that they give him the power to fly and they should help him in actually taking this whole garuda vahana in the sky kamaistaistar ritagnana anya devataha 
he started this is how you know what's happening here he wanted to get power and he wanted to fly in the air on this garudasana so he started praying to the bhutas and then all these people this bhutas they started helping him because he was praying and worshiping him then so he started flying on garudavan oh wonderful now four hands kirita shang chakra also he is having he is flying on the garudavan all this was going on then another gnani came and he said what is this how can you call yourself as a vasudev because vishnu means he should have shrivatsa on his chest you don't have that shrivatsa chinna on your chest oh is it so this pounder ka he was thinking what to do now so one fine day when the you know it was uh, something was getting cooked he took the coal and with the coal he actually created that chinna shrivatsa chinna on his chest he burned his chest and then he went out on the public and then with his bare chest he was trying to show off now see i have also i have the chinna on my chest i have shrivatsa also on my so this was going on he was claiming himself to be god as krishna in the presence of krishna can you imagine then krishna had to come interfere and then krishna smashed this person pondraka and then in varanasi uh, everybody was shocked and they understood that oh this was a fake krishna actually but now the true krishna is here so that is why we should know and understand that there will be lot of such people swindlers who are moving around in the society to who are claiming themselves to be great gyanis great uh, supreme lord but we should be alert we should not fall for such thing that's why krishna is warning us be very careful because such people are all only fashion gurus fashion gurus who are actually controlled by their own fans there is a lot of fan following but at the same time these people are also praising their own fans they are looking for such fans who can praise them and they in turn also praise their fans oh see i have so many wonderful fans big shots lot of celebrities are my fans all this is going on everything in the name of spirituality do you know this this is what is happening so just because there is a lot of crowd doesn't mean that he is a gnani there is a lot of crowd in the government offices also but there is very less crowd in a diamond shop correct so just by the mere fact of seeing such a big crowd doesn't make somebody very big gnani so please understand that such people should should be avoided always use our intelligence to discriminate between who is a true gnani and not a gnani we should dive deeper those who are superficial superficially want to enjoy their senses such people will fall they will fall prey to such nonsense swindlers and they get cheated so that is why krishna is saying don't fall to these people and anya devataha such people go and worship anya devataha why because they want quick results and what to talk about the vedic devatas who are actually the devotees of krishna these days there is another fashion another fashion is what not just fashion gurus there are fashion devatas also some devatas 
who are not mentioned in the scriptures anywhere are also becoming devatas this is kaliyuga you go to shirdi you will see what is happening devata what to talk about devata they have made someone to be the supreme lord this is what is happening they chant vedic mantras they have like krishna ashtottara we have they have ashtottara for a particular devata we have purusha sukta they chant purusha sukta for this particular devata man made devata and today in maharashtra in andhra and so many places in karnataka everywhere this devata is being worshiped everywhere so many people without knowledge and then there are movies made on that then there are tv serials made on that and then people are seeing that and then worshiping so much of nuisance is going on man made devatas and many such man made devatas will sprout very soon in kaliyuga krishna is saying don't worship anya devata and we are creating a devatas just see the situation of the society today so that's why we should be very intelligent that's why krishna is making it very clear don't get lost by these things kama istaistar ritagnana why should we fall when krishna is offering himself directly why should we get into such nonsensical things just because we have lusty desires all this material desires we go to this demigods devatas so krishna is very clearly stating don't fall prey to such things right okay so let's add hina mata ji and uh, dev is also here so hina mata ji you can unmute yourself and let's chant the next verse the 21st verse <clears throat> is this visible to you yes prabhu ji all right yo yo yam yam tanum bhaktah yo yo yam yam tanum bhaktah shraddhaya architum ichchati shraddhaya architum ichchati tasya tasya chalam shraddham tasya tasya chalam shraddham श्रद्धयाचितुमिच्छति तस्य 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 Wonderful. Please read the translation. I am in everyone's heart as the super soul. As soon as one desires to worship some demigod I make his faith steady so that he can devote himself to that particular deity Hare Krishna Yes Hare Krishna 
See, Krishna is saying here that I am in everyone's heart as super soul and it is because of me that the faith that these people have on all this different devatas, it actually is being enabled by me. So see, Krishna is saying that even when such people, they want to go and worship Anya Devataha, that faith also is enabled by me. Just see, why Krishna is doing this? Because there are varieties of people. They cannot come to Krishna directly. They don't want to accept Krishna. And in the previous verse, there are so many material desires. And Krishna is saying, okay, no problem. Such people, they are actually lost. But if I don't give them someone to worship, they will not worship at all. And they will be totally lost. At least let them at least begin somewhere to worship. Have faith on someone. Let them surrender to someone. And gradually, they will come to me. Let them at least start somewhere. So, that out of concern, Krishna is okay. No problem. You want to worship, that faith also I'll give you. I'll make that faith in particular devata or particular guru, that I will make it intact. I will help you in that process. See how Krishna is so detached. You could have become very selfish and said, no, 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 why other devatas? Let me all come. Let them all come to me only. No, Krishna is very liberal. Why is he liberal? Because he wants devotees to come to him with love, not by force, not with uh, unwillingness. That is why jnanis are dear to him. Why? Because jnanis will understand Krishna and they will surrender to Krishna. But such people who are filled with so many material desires, they want to run here and there. They don't want to worship Krishna. Such worshippers are called Mishrayaji. Mishrayaji means they are all mixed up. Today they will worship this Devata because they have some Sarpadosha. They will go to Kalahasti in near Tirupati. You know, they will go to Subramanya in Karnataka. Oh, because Sarpadosha is there, I want to go and worship. And then, uh, no, 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 I want uh, some uh, beautiful uh, husband or uh, wife. Then they'll go and worship uh, Uma and Parvati accordingly. So, many devatas are there. For good health, then they will pray to sun god. For good vegetation, then they will um, pray for moon god. For rains, they will pray to Indra. Isn't it? So, so many devatas in India... We know so many different temples are there. All different people have different desires. And that is why they go to accordingly those particular devatas and they worship them. Anya devataha, they worship because they are all Mishrayajis. They worship Vishnu, they worship Shiva, they worship everybody. All misad. Kichdi it is. And ultimately what is happening? That Eka Bhaktaha, what Krishna had explained, that unflinching faith in the Supreme Lord on the Paramatma doesn't come. Why? Because they're confused. Now, that is why Mahabharata, if when we read, we come across so many such pastimes of people who were worshippers of Vishnu and who were worshippers of Anya Devataha. And one great example is of uh, this Jarasandha. You all have heard about Jarasandha. Jarasandha was such a powerful warrior. He had strength of more than 10,000 elephants. Extremely powerful he was. Very, very powerful. 
now even such person like jirasandha had done tapasya they all follow niyamah right they all follow niyamah it's not that uh, they are doing it out of uh, some blue no they follow some rules and regulations also but what rules and regulation to please some devata so this jirasandha was a great worshipper of lord shiva can you imagine he is extremely powerful but he still being so powerful he was still worshiping lord shiva at least he surrendered to lord shiva he was worshiping him nicely that too again it is very incomplete surrender he was worshiping shiva not with only to praise shiva or he was very ardent devotee ultimately he wants to satisfy his desire kama ista istarit he wants to become very powerful he wants to be always powerful but he wants support from lord shiva that is why he is worshiping lord shiva he was such a dweshi of lord vishnu that this jarasandha he never used to go and take a dip in ganga never he used to go and take bath in mother ganges why because the origin of ganga is the lotus feet of the supreme lord correct because vamana dev actually pierced the universe and that is how the pure water started flowing in so this jarasandha said this water of ganga is been coming from the from the lotus feet of vishnu and i am a dweshi of vishnu i will not take dip in mother ganga this see this was his pratigya so called pratigya and then when people asked him okay you don't want to take a dip in mother ganga but you should understand the ganga is been taken on the head of lord shiva lord shiva is actually taking the load of mother ganga and it is flowing from shiva hey, that i don't believe anything that is i am not concerned about that see lord shiva is taking mother ganga on his head because lord shiva is the greatest devotee he is the greater vaishnava but this jarasandha when he is told like that he will say no no i don't care this is where these people worship lord shiva but incompletely so we should be very careful of such people always twisting they always keep changing their positions today they'll talk something tomorrow they'll talk something why because they're confused they don't know what is true but even for that that faith what they have the jarasandha had that faith in lord shiva that he will give me the ultimate strength and protection and everything okay krishna says i will only enable that faith in lord shiva for you that is the supreme lord so that is why when we understand mahabharata we will clearly see what happened to the worshipers of devatas and what happened to the worshipers of lord vishnu very clearly we will see the destination of all these anya devata worshipers is only doomed they will ultimately be destroyed and that's exactly what happened to the jarasandha although he was a great worshiper of lord shiva what happened he was killed by bhima who is bhima bhima is a worshiper of krishna so the worshiper of krishna is always victorious over the worshiper of anya devata this is very clear so if you want to become truly victorious in your spiritual life then only ek bhaktaha you have to become a devotee of lord krishna nothing else really nothing else matters 
Krishna is saying, just don't worship any one of these in the next section he is going to talk about it. Anya Devatas are not required for a spiritual life. Only materialistic people go there. Right? So, if we understand Mahabharata properly, we will become very clear about all these different things. And you will see in the history of our Vedic literature, all the Devatas, Devata worshippers are doomed. You take Ravana, you take Hiranyakashipu. Hiranyakashipu, he worshipped Lord Brahma. Ravana, again, he worshipped Lord Shiva. All these people were destroyed. Everybody, the Devatas, no matter how great a person he might be, the worshipper of the Devatas are going to get only temporary benefits. So Krishna is saying, don't go for As devotees, we should understand this. Never worship all these Devatas. So this should be understood properly, completely. Then we will understand what is Krishna's position. So Mahabharata is like a Vishwarupa. It's a universal form which will explain everything. And Bhagavad Gita which is within Mahabharata is like Krishna, Krishna Rupa. Mahabharata is Vishwarupa, Bhagavad Gita is Krishna Rupa. We'll understand specifically what Krishna is talking about. So that's why Bhagavad Gita we talk so much extensively because we want to understand Krishna. Right? So this is how Krishna is explaining that uh, uh, this jnani is one, is very rare, very rare, Bahunama Janamanamante. And why such people actually uh, not everybody becomes a jnani because karma is the that he explained in the 20th verse and in 21st verse he's saying that even if these people are worshipping uh, different devatas that faith in that devata is actually enabled by me alone so Krishna is so much he does that also so this is what we have explained today and we have understood today and discussed this so if you have any questions please feel free to ask Okay. Achyutanji or um, Dev, Vinod, Vinodji, Inamataji, Makumar, any questions? In the next uh, few verses, Krishna is going to completely condemn the uh, Devata worship. He says, only less Alpamedasaha, only less intelligent people, they worship the Devatas. Very clearly he states that. This is a good chance for us to understand Krishna nicely and it cannot be more clear than this. Krishna has made it very clear that we all have to become Jnanis and just surrender unto me. That's it. Right? So, any questions? So please uh, read Bhagavad Gita again and again. Just constantly reading will help and it will give more and more clarity because every time we read, there will be newer and newer things coming in. Dev is saying, why do we not serve in the temple for a particular amount of days after someone is born or when someone leaves the body? So because that's the mourning phase. We are mourning, right, for the one who has passed away. And 
also when there is some newborn there is a lot of elation in the family so when worship especially deity worship we can always chant the holy names but deity worship is not recommended because uh, it may so happen that in the excitement of uh, having a newborn in the family we may not worship properly we may neglect and we may commit some offenses and at the same time when we are too distressed and we are mourning for the lost we may also again distracted and in that distraction we may not do the worship properly and we may offend the lord in some way so that is why in this very uh, elated way in elation and in most distressful condition we are asked to not worship for few days so that we are not committing any offenses and we don't uh, with full involvement we don't do because our mind is absorbed somewhere else so the lord deity worship means we have to be in complete absorption of the lord right so in the full absorption we should worship the lord so because uh, we will not be able to do that in a, in this condition state that's why we are told not to worship deity worship is not an ordinary thing when we understand the intricacies of deity worship uh, there is so much details in the temples and all uh, when deity worship is done it is done with so much of details every day shodash upachara uh, and the uh, kind of aartis and everything that goes on you must have seen in the temples in the iskon temple we do so much elaborate deity worship so pujari cannot be uh, lost somewhere in his mind he should be very much present when he is offering the food he cannot be disturbed because when the with the lord you should always be very very joyous you cannot be uh, uh, sorrowful in front of the lord that's again not good so when you read the nectar of devotion in the nectar of devotion bhakti ratam bhakti rasamrita sindhu written by rupa goswami rupa's uh, english translation is also there you will understand the different uh, types of uh, uh, or different aspects of deity worships there are so many things involved in deity worship So that is why we are asked only to avoid deity worship and do the puja and everything. But we can chant the holy names. There is no restriction for shravanam and kirtanam. There is no restriction in any state of life. We can chant the glories of the Lord and we can listen the glories of the Lord. There is no restriction for that at all. So that is very very interesting and that we can take benefit of. chanting and listening so that is why even when there is a loss in the family there is a discussion on the scriptures like bhagavad gita shrimad bhagavatam garuda purana many people also read garuda purana at this time so that people understand the what happens after life garuda purana is very interesting because people don't know what happens after death so garuda purana explains the journey of the soul after death from after death to taking birth so what happens between uh, the death and birth next birth all that is very beautifully discussed in garuda purana that gives clarity and then all these rituals during this phase uh, when somebody has uh, left the family then what happens in this phase a lot of things are involved that garuda purana explains that we can discuss sometime that's why lupta pindo dakatriya you know arjuna had asked in the first uh, chapter itself that this pindadana will go away if there is varana sankara 
so lupta pindodaka kriya this pindo pindodaka kriya has to happen as one of the responsibilities it's the greatest one of the devotional act again pindodaka kriya is also in one sense a very wonderful uh, act of getting closer to krishna in a, every process we are worshiping krishna all the agnas that we do every puja punuskar that we do it is all for the satisfaction of the supreme lord so even when the pujari comes and performs the ritual the last ritual it is with the intention of pleasing krishna again nothing can no yagnas actually happen with the uh, without the uh, intention of pleasing krishna all yagnas are actually directed towards pleasing krishna so we will discuss about this again more because very interesting things are there in garuda purana it is one of the very fascinating thing also to know uh, what happens to us after death of course uh, if we become pure devotees then uh, destination is very clear we are going to go back home back to godhead but if not then what happens to all these normal people what happens to them after that it's very very interesting very interesting all right so any more questions good so please take care and we will continue from where we have left so uh, next uh, session we will discuss from verse number 22 until then all of you please keep chanting and reading bhagavad gita if you have any questions you can always feel free to drop a message or you can call me anytime okay so please take care all of you and we will meet again hare krishna